Maybe in a decade they take me out on a stretcher Till I come back like Roman Reigns Blood in my veins still boiling And the pot finna bubble up Ten blunts lit, I got the drop in the double cup Bro, they know I'm at the spot And I'm finna fuck them up Pearly gates waiting, but it's no heaven Call me baby reverend Choke him out like Dan Severin And my brother still bludgeoning We at the complex on a new day Dress my ears, I look like Lupe Yeah What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first filmed uh, episode of Permanent Marks that uh, I'm sure we're going to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is episode number nine. Uh, if this is the first time you're seeing us like on YouTube or something, then be sure to like go back and uh, listen on uh, Spotify or iTunes or whatever. Uh, we got it all up there. Uh, but we we thought we'd try something new. Uh, both of us being digitally handicapped. Uh, myself being Patrick Busey. And, and I am everybody's favorite unk. What's going on, you guys? Digitally handicapped, yeah. Like, I bought a webcam and can't even use it right now because my laptop is a piece of shit. Aaron's yeah. trying to uh, record off of a uh, Windows 99 laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Might as the well year be, 2000. Might as, at least give me Windows XP. At least give me that. He ransacked a middle school in uh, in a rural area. <laughs> Ran off with all his findings. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give this a go, and hopefully it doesn't uh, sound and look too shitty by the end of it. But you know, you can one can only hope. Yeah, and uh, if you're watching this on on YouTube, give us give us some feedback. You know, let us know. If you got suggestions, put it in the comments. If we look crazy, uh, if we need to wash our hair, wash our ass, you know, <laughs> if we look like we're stinking through the video, let us know. Um, I feel like you're talking directly to me, but it's okay. If, <laughs> uh, if you want more decorations in the background, Aaron's got all his shit up. I got my figs loose in the back. Uh, I got young Shinsuke, Jericho, and uh, AJ posted up. We got uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, in the box Hogan. Hogan Hogan has to be in the box not allowed to be loose he'd be saying some rockish shit out here so you know you keep you keep him locked up at all times uh but yeah welcome uh we're permanent marks and this is just a show where me and uh my good friend Aaron just kind of like talk about wrestling so uh I hope you're in in for it yeah um it's been a long time since well not really but it's been a a nice little bit since the last episode. Last episode we did was post wrestle or pre WrestleMania. So no, 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 we had one. We had one. Uh, post WrestleMania. Post WrestleMania. When we were both really sad, you want to like expel it from your memory. Uh, oh yeah. Without, yeah. <laughs> without down, both of us were. Um, <laughs> uh, but since then, I mean, there's been a lot that's happened. Uh, we were we were really high on AEW Dynamite right after uh, right after WrestleMania. Um, and the second one, I think did like better. And we're going to talk about that. Um, and then the first raw after mania was a travesty. Uh, but they seem to kind of be like piecing it together a little bit. Uh, so we're going to talk about that today and then, um, just start off with like a couple news tidbits. Um, uh, one directly pertaining to AEW is that it looks like 
CM Punk will uh, most definitely be making a return to AEW, uh, which is kind of crazy because I didn't think that that would happen at all. <laughs> so. Man, I don't even like. I don't even want to like speculate about anything because at this point, this whole thing has to be a work from the beginning. Was what I was telling you. Like, I, I think it's all like out. A... All out. That shit was scripted, bro. Like this whole thing. <laughs> I don't think it was scripted. I think there might have been on, the bite mark on uh Kenny on Kenny's arm was literally or was it was it Punk's arm or Kenny's arm? I think Kenny got bit. That was makeup. Uh, that was makeup. That, that was makeup. This is all the work. There was no dog. Uh, yeah, there was no dog. <laughs> um, I I think I think uh, it's been in the works of CM Punk coming back longer uh, than we thought. Like, it's not something new, I wouldn't say. Uh, but I by no means think the whole thing uh, was a work. Like, that that would be some all-star storytelling. But then it's like, also, the only why reason... take the elite off of TV when Kenny just came back for, like, two months, you know? Yeah, I mean, so... I think, see, I, as much as we both love CM Punk, I think he's proved himself enough of an asshole for, like, there to definitely be truth to what happened. Um, but sure. And I mean, I, I wouldn't take nothing from him because like, honestly, like he was injured, came back for like a month or two, got the belt. And then he was injured again the night that he got the belt. Like yeah. I'd be, I'd be pretty pissed off and you know, but it's like, I don't know. Um, I just I just can't see it being like a work the entire time, you know. Like yeah, I can't, so, uh, so so they're definitely going to do the trios thing. Like I, I think that regardless of if people want to work together, that's going to happen. If that doesn't happen, then Tony Khan is is not so, running his business the right way. I think I think uh, you're definitely going to probably see that at Wembley. I would I would think that would be the Wembley match to make. Uh, <clears throat> But there's a lot of reports saying that, like, his first thing would be against Jericho. Just to, like, be like... Because Jericho and him had some words back and forth. And... I thought this should be uh, MJF. That was where it was going. Well, I wouldn't throw you throw him right back in with MJF. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can build that up, of course. But... It was already built at that point because that's that was who was going to be his next challenger. Well, I think I think the reasoning behind like the Jericho would be to throw him back in with somebody and see if he stays. You know, like see if right, right, he actually completes it with somebody that he might not get along with. Right, that's like uh, a twist, yeah, and that's like all speculation too. But it's like that from a from a story aspect that makes sense. Like, and yeah. you would probably get some pretty good Jericho promos out of that where he's like. uh I don't know, just being, just making fun of like CM Punk for running away or losing his school or whatever. So, yeah, I could see some good stuff from that. But the timeline, I don't know how that works out because Wembley is Wembley this, this year. Yeah, is it is this year. Announced? It's this year. So they would have to like finish up the Adam Cole Jericho stuff that hasn't even really started. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. switch I over mean, to that. That trio's match. Definitely should headline that show, but I do think that there's also um, something to be said for it possibly being an MJF match that headlines that show. I feel like Tony Khan has been known to 
do what I think, everybody says is the right booking thing and put the, the championship match on last, you know? I, so, I think it would definitely be uh, the championship. I think it would be an MJ mat, F match last. I think you that would, would have to have a it. big... But I could, I could also see them doing something uh, big with a British person fighting MJF. Like, I could see them doing, like, Osprey versus MJF or something like that. That's, that's a good call. That's a good uh, call. Because, uh, and I mean, we'll get to Rampage eventually, but, like, Rampage apparently when um, with the Wembley announcement and what they're speculating um, is that when Aussie Open was on, uh, viewership went up to like 1.4 million. Really? So like people are like, being okay. like are, are people checking in because of like the British stars and yeah. Uh, Cause I think Aussie open is like, uh, even though they're maybe, but Australian. Australian. But, <laughs> I mean, but I think they're known too. in like Britain. Yeah. Uh, Jay White too. Like Jay White just debuted, you know? Yeah. So, and they were the, they were the IWGP, uh, tag champions. Uh, so, with Osprey being such a huge figure over there, it could, you know, maybe lead to something. That'd be a, but, that'd be a smart move to have Osprey on the show somewhere. Shit, have, I mean, have Zack Sabre Jr. on the show, on the show too. But, <laughs> you gotta have Zack Sabre Jr. on there. All right, you do have to have Zack Sabre Jr. Got on to. there. You got to. In Wembley Stadium with the whole population of Britain in it. No need Watching this man do 47 holds. <laughs> <laughs> when with the headlock takeover, MJF style, you know? Yeah, it's just not the same as when MJF <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, Punk, you know. Um, Punk will be there. I mean, Punk. Yeah, there, there's, there's been so much said about Punk in the last two weeks. I don't think there's really much that we can add to it, but I will say, and that I'm at the point now with this man where I'm just going to wait and see. Like, I'm, I, I, I don't want to try to predict anything. I don't want to, you know, armchair book. Cause like we could wake up tomorrow and it could be punk says he's never wrestling again. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Cause obviously he has the itch. It seems like he knows he has unfinished business. That's what it seems like. And he knows that he's leaving money on the table. So that's good that he wants to come back, but. I'm tapering expectations. I de- I mean, I definitely agree with you. Uh, and that's why I think the Jericho route would be the best move. Like, yeah. What if you threw him in with MJF and he just gets like pissed off again? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. So that's a good um, idea. You know, start off slow. And it's also, I think like a cool time period because uh, you don't know what could happen. Like for that Wembley show. Uh, I mean, we're going to have Mercedes fight Brit most likely at uh, Forbidden Door. Damn. So you could have Mercedes on that show too. Uh, the speculation for that Wembley show is going to be crazy. because they could, You have they could the ball. WWE fucking going crazy right now. So who knows? You might get one, might get uh, Drew McIntyre popping up there. Ah, good Lord. I don't think that's happening. Red, red. But it, I mean, if, if Tony pulls something like that off, then, you know. But I mean, what is the the McIntyre thing? Is still like his his contract is up, so and well, he hasn't I, been on SmackDown. I think right? is up. I think that they're still negotiating. Like they haven't reached terms yet. But I don't think there's a chance that McIntyre goes to AEW. 
Oh. Not AEW, but definitely would do that Wembley show if he was an independent person that Tony yeah. Khan could like throw money at. So, see, here's the thing though: even if he is a free agent at that point and he hasn't resigned, I guarantee you that there's going to be something in his like exit contract that WWE's like, "There's no way in hell letting you go." <laughs> you cannot do. It's, it's going to clearly but, say in bold letters: "You cannot fucking do Wembley Stadium." <laughs> yeah, any any show but that. I guarantee you. So. Yeah. Uh, and here's uh, the thing. If Drew did that, in my opinion, if Drew were to wrestle at Wembley Stadium for AEW, in my opinion, you have to put him in the main event against MJF for the title. And he's got to win it. He didn't win at Clash of the Castle. If Drew McIntyre comes out bro. at Wembley Stadium against MJF and loses, that place will really riot for real. Good. <laughs> that's what wrestling needs, all right? You know MJF's going to be saying some off-the-cuff shit that's going to start a riot anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm fine with Drew McIntyre coming back. I'm just not cool with him winning shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you could throw him in a match with, like, Jericho or something like that, and it would be cool. Uh or throw him in a match with Wardlow or some shit. I don't know, or... man. I think Drew McIntyre is one of those guys where if he jumped to AEW, he's instant championship contender. Like, instant. As soon as he comes in, like you, like TNA back in the day, Christian Cage came to TNA and like two weeks later had the belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you know. Yeah, like, but Christian Cage came to AEW and he was a manager. Like, well, he's old now. Later. I mean, like, <laughs> I think it's fun, you know. I get, yeah. I get what you're saying. I, uh, I don't agree for like Drew, but. There are other people that I would agree to that on, I guess. I don't know. Drew, uh, I guess I missed a lot of the WWE stuff where Drew was, like, really crushing it. That, like, pandemic stuff. Like, people still, and rightfully so, people still want to see him on top because he was the COVID champ. And he never but got then him. in that like Gunther WrestleMania match, he seemed like a person that just like shouldn't have been in that match. So that's the W for you. That's the <laughs> yeah. uh, falling off. Uh, here the the other bit of news is uh, also WWE being WWE um, is a uh, Goldberg going on a uh, a retirement tour. I guess like the the Great Muda just did. Um, <laughs> What do you think about that, baby? We didn't we didn't want Goldberg to show up in AEW. But I I'd be down for him showing up for like one wrestling match as like a retirement match. That would be cool. Like fighting Sting or some shit. I don't know. I got two words for Goldberg. <laughs> go home, brother. Go, go. go home. Keep your keep your Ford or Dodge Ram commercials, whatever you do. Go home, man. I mean, if it's a retirement tour. He's looking better than Muda just looked, you know, like. At, I, I agree. I agree. He's, look, he's looking better than Flair looked in that last match. He's better than so. Kurt was looking at the end, too, which is wild yeah. to say because he's older than Kurt. But go home, brother. Like, 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 <laughs> like, I'd be cool to see one match, like you said. If, you know what? If he came into AEW for one shot, I wouldn't want to see him wrestle Sting, though, because here's the thing about Goldberg. This is why I tell him go home. Because when you put him in there with old, other old dudes, it's never good. The <laughs> shit with the Undertaker, he almost killed this man trying to jackhammer him, bro. Yeah, but literally like every other match that Undertaker was doing, he was almost dying from something. That's what I'm saying. Like, Sting almost died when he was in WWE. 
Like, I don't want to see Sting and Goldberg. I want to see... Yo, Sting hasn't... Sting hasn't... Uh gotten hurt not once since going to AEW. Exactly. So. You know why? Because he comes in, he gets tagged in, he does three moves. He does crossbody off some off the top rope. He does the stinger splash. He does the scorpion deathlock and the fucking reverse DDT. No, 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 no. You missed the whole first year of Sting where that motherfucker was jumping off of uh, ladders into tables. Like, he does a high crossbody, but that's about the most you're going to get out of him. And the crazy part is he started he jumping off the entrance oh. to the arena onto people. Yeah. This man, they were they were just letting him do whatever without signing any waivers. Just, and that's I, why he's I, I the boy, baby. See, he's the stinger, baby. I still want to see both I still want to see Sting more than I want to see Goldberg, but I don't want to see Goldberg with Sting. Because Yeah, I guess that, that makes Goldberg sense. Goldberg with put him with like if you're gonna do a retirement match for Goldberg, like you were saying with the Drew McIntyre thing, give Goldberg to Wardlow. Yeah, Wardlow would be cool. Last match, last program. They both uh, spear people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Wardlow's can... a safe worker. He's not dangerous. You know, he's not going to Until he starts pulling out them swantons. He, he loves a good swanton. <laughs> yeah, but Goldberg got to go home, bro. I'm Like, that Undertaker shit, the shit with Undertaker was so bad. Like, the shit with Brock and him was really good, actually. I well, really his last that. match, I didn't see it. I'm sure it was fine, uh, but that's what he is all pissed about, and that's why he's doing this. Was I guess him and Vince had like a handshake agreement that uh, that he would have a retirement match after he lost to Roman in Saudi Arabia, mm. and then that never happened. So now he's like, I'm tired of fucking waiting. So let me go. Yeah, he is the goal. Do do like four shows. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Get him in the ring with Zack Ryder with a pizza cutter and uh, pizza cutter. <laughs> Moxley and Goldberg, yo, Mox, I would, Moxley would and dope. Goldberg. That would be dope. That'd be dope. Goldberg used to fucking bust his own head open hard way anyway before just, he fucking, <laughs> just them getting ready and uh, <laughs> they got to come out like, bleeding. Mox being way. like, "What do you feel about uh?" Uh, barbed wire brother <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg and Mox both have to be bleeding before the match starts like yeah. walking out <laughs> like already concussed they, he's got Goldberg's walking out with fucking third degree burns on the side of his face <laughs> from the sparklers uh, <laughs> yeah go home Goldberg rather rather than actual pyro you know they just they bought some yeah. actual fucking go home. I, I, I'm talking shit but I will say like even though I want Bill to go home I will say, man, like in comparison to a lot of our other heroes that we were watching growing up, he hasn't made himself look as bad as he could in the past six years or so. He's he's done a pretty damn good job. The Brock, the Brock stuff, yeah, I agree. Was, Brock was stuff, good. Kevin, no one's had a good match. Like him and Roman had good matches too. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, if if he went out on that Roman match, then that was his last match. So he's yeah. doing, he's looking okay. And he felt bad about the Taker thing, you know? Yeah. He looked I mean, he sad got, about it. Was, was it that match that he got concussed in? Yeah, he got concussed in that match. That's right. He, uh, I think he, uh, what did he do? Uh, he tried to, he tried he to dropped him out of the jackhammer or something well, like I that? Well, I think he, he, he ran to the turnbuckle and hit his own head on the turnbuckle like a dumbass and concussed himself. Oh, and that's so right. And then he couldn't lift anything. Jackhammer and almost killed that man. <laughs> and Undertaker was like, I don't know where I am anyway. You know, like, <laughs> yes, yes. Two dudes not looking good. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd see it. I'd, I'd go out of my way to watch like Goldberg's last matches or something. Yeah, I'm talking shit, but me too, for sure. Yeah, everybody would watch. Sure. It. He's, he's fucking, he's gold. But go baby. home, Bill. You can go home. Go- <laughs> he's got a big home. He's got kids that have seen him wrestle now. Um, you know, get him. What they should do. And it won't happen, but they they should get him in the ring with William Regal to recreate that first match where he couldn't wrestle at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think William Regal uh, will get cleared by any country or any promotion to wrestle. Wimbley Stadium. <laughs> that is true. Uh, and, now, and now that uh, Daddy Vince is back in charge, uh, his his role as like Triple H's right hand man might might be gone. So I don't know because I guess uh, Triple H is now the right hand man. He's become the William Regal. You mean Triple H is is Vince's jerk off hand now? I guess we'll see. We'll see. Some good stuffs happened. I mean, uh, we can we can go into that. Uh, we had SmackDown this week where, I mean, some cool shit happened. The uh, Nakamura came back. I-, I texted you. I think you were sleeping, and I was like, "You were you were real you were real hyped for it." I was like, uh, "I was no hyped for it." I'm watching SmackDown right now. I was hyped but... for it until I saw the the first two minutes of the match, and I was like, Ey. "Well, wasn't it only like a wasn't it a squash match?" It was a squash, so it was fine. But did you see that spot where um, I think it was a uh, Madcap Moss tried to like. Dump Nakamura and he like just kind of slumped off of his back. I was like, "Hey, Nakamura, a little rusty, a little rusty." That's fine. He'll get. All he had to do was Kinsasha, and that's all we wanted to see was a Kinsasha. Yeah, and then what? They're setting it up with uh, Nakamura versus Killer Cross next. Yeah, I, you know what I hope? I hope that he ends up uh, getting his rematch against Gunther. Or was it Gunther didn't beat him? Ricochet beat him, and then Gunther beat Ricochet. But I, but I hope Nakamura ends up getting a shot at Gunther. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd then, be some real strong style right there. And then Sheamus apparently just like fucks off into the ether. I don't. I wish Sheamus won something out of all yeah. that, but yeah, I'm I'm cool with it moving on. WrestleMania is always like a, all right, we did that, let's move on kind of thing. Yeah, uh, which is what's been pretty cool lately. I think about uh, everyone. You have been seeing them kind of move on, except for like the main storylines. But uh, everything is progressing for sure, so that's good. Yeah. L.A. Knight losing again. Uh, that man can't catch a break. I don't understand. Like, like I get him losing because he's a heel. But to Xavier Woods, like, why can't he beat Xavier Woods? I mean, we were just talking, I think, last week about, like, how much we love Xavier Woods. And I guess, are there any other New Day people that are, like, around right now? Biggie still is Kofi hurt because Kofi hasn't been on TV. Yeah, I haven't seen hurt. Kofi around lately. So, I mean, yeah, love Xavier, but it's like, is Xavier, are you really trying to protect Xavier Woods and keeping that strong? I mean, he's he's about to fight Gunther for the title, so you know, I mean, then yeah, if he's gonna fight Gunther, but like, let him get his lose. win, but huh? you know, he's gonna lose. <laughs> what if he wins, though, bro? I wouldn't be mad, I wouldn't be mad because I like Xavier, but it's like, I don't know, man, I just feel like they're really missing the boat on LA Knight. He's hot right now. The crowd is chanting, yeah, after everything he does. Like, they haven't let that dude do a goddamn thing since, yeah, man. I don't even know, since Bray came back. So, it looked like Hunter was trying to strap the rocket on him a little bit. 
And I hate, I don't, I'm not going to be the person who keeps bringing up Vince because I, I don't think that has anything to do with it, but it might, you know, because he was maximum male models when Vince was there, you know? So I don't know, man. Was that his gimmick? He was just like uh, <laughs> hanging out he with was, male models. So he was, um, cause you were staying away from WWE and rightfully so, but he was a manager to a tag team called the Maximum Male Models. And they came out and they did Vogue poses. And he would, you know, gas them up and be like, we came to titillate the juices of the WWE universe. It was really bad. It was really bad. Like worse versions of like Tyler Breeze or something like that? Yes, exactly. Worse. Like Tyler Breeze was good. This was bad. <laughs> this yeah, was yeah. Bad. I love Tyler Breeze. But um, yeah. But yeah. Um, I, such for LA Knight, man. He's, he's getting older too. He's like in his 40s. So... Yeah, I mean, he's like a small, big dude, which I don't think works in WWE. Or he's doesn't work the in the talk. Vince WWE, you know. Yeah, he's arguably the best talker in WWE right now. Arguably. Yeah. And if Big E comes back, that just takes small, big dude. Like, there is no other small, big dude yeah. spot. Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just Big E, baby. Big E, a.k.a. Apollo Crews with charisma. Yeah. So when is the Gunther match supposed to happen? I think it's this week. Oh, it's on SmackDown? Yeah. Okay. Um, the LWO stuff is great. Mm. Uh, after I thought that was just going to disappear. I Me hate too. the reasoning for it. I hate that it's all because, like, Bad Bunny got attacked or something. <laughs> like, But, like, <laughs> these dudes really fucking care about Bad Bunny. Uh, uh, national hero or something. But, like, everybody is going all out because you had... Uh, them go off on the Judgment Day, and then on Raw there was a bunch of LWO stuff uh, just mixed in with everything, uh, mixed in with the Usos, mixed in with Judgment Day. Um, I guess LWO is fighting the Usos at Backlash. Uh, no, 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 no. Or is it Judgment Day at it's Backlash? Judgment Day, I think, because the Usos. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy and Kevin with uh, with Riddle. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out LWO, man. I, that's you know what I love all those guys, um, Joaquin Wild and um, Santos Escobar and Zelina when she was with Andrade was awesome. I love all those guys. I've always wanted them to get a push. This is a rare instance, besides with Cody, because Cody was better than I expected it to ever be. This is a rare instance of WWE where these lower mid carders got way more than I thought that they would get. Like, you got Rey Mysterio leading you in the LWO in 2023. You can't ask for much more if you're those guys. So, No, I think it's cool, and I think it'll, like, further establish them as, like, bigger things in the WWE. Santos Escobar, he's like WWE's version of a... What's the the dude with the long hair in in AEW that... Oh, uh, Roosh. He's like WWE's version of Roosh. Like he, yeah, no, that dude. I thought he fucking like was. I thought Roosh was on like a different channel the first time I saw him. Like coming out because they got the same build and they wear the mask to the ring or whatever. Tassels. Uh, and the tassels and everything. Yeah. Uh, but that dude, yeah, that dude surprised me. Uh, like a really fucking fun to watch wrestler. Uh, and him with Ray is great. I don't really know the other guy. Um, Joaquin Wild. Okay. So I wasn't watching NXT much when they were there. My little brother was, and he used to always talk about Santos and Joaquin. 
So I haven't seen much of Joaquin Wilde, but he I, I've heard he can work as well. So, you know. And then uh, Zelina. Uh, is that her name? Zelina, Zelina is criminally Zelina underrated Zelina. as manager. Criminally underrated. Yeah. I, I saw like stuff with her and Andrade when Andrade was in uh, like just getting to the main roster, I guess. Mm -hmm. was, Cause were they together in NXT too? They were. Yeah, I think they were. Yeah. 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 Okay. So with the Johnny Gargano stuff, mm -hmm. she was around yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and doing heel stuff. Every time Zelina's on commentary, I just, I love it. She's great. That's cool. I need, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to check out more of their stuff. Hopefully they're not on SmackDown because SmackDown's like the one show that, I don't want to fucking watch, but <laughs> Fridays are hard, man. SmackDown and Rampage. That, but Rampage is one hour. Exactly. Like yeah. Quick and done. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now there's going to be a second show. You hear that? Right, I heard these trying to do a Saturday, Saturday. show. We, we didn't even talk about that. Apparently he's going to do an, a, a brand split is what I heard. Is that true? Like exclusive to certain shows? I think it's exclusive to Rampage and that saturday show so mm -hmm. whoever was on so maybe like that'll be a way to bring up more uh dark members or whatever huh and then dynamite will just have everybody i mean i feel like dynamite's been doing a better job of like focusing on the bigger stories there was i guess this week uh what made me happy yeah kind of goes against that but uh what made me we'll talk about it but the rampage storylines going into dynamite mm -hmm. actually like worked really well this week. Um, but yeah, just finishing up, uh, Damian priest beat Santos Escobar. That's the right thing to do. Uh, but as long as Santos look good, it doesn't really fucking matter. Um, riddle losing to solo was weird. Uh, Not really. They've been Solo's been getting a monster push lately. Yeah, he made like, it in Raw and SmackDown. Won both. I don't think he's lost a singles match since he's been on the main roster. Uh, he lost to Cody. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Disqualification. Yeah. Disqualification. Was it disqualification? Sure I thought he lost clean uh, to Cody. It was DQ. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I don't think he's uh, been clean. I guess they. They did lose on Raw, right? That was the, but that well, was that the, was as a team. The tag team match they lost, yeah. The tag team match they lost. Yeah, um, I'm cool with Solo getting a push still. I just thought it was weird that like you invested all this shit in Riddle and he loses the first match. Riddle's Riddle's whole comeback has been weird. When we get to Raw, we'll talk about that more because Riddle's whole comeback has been really weird. I'm. And we talked about it last time. I'm not a huge fan of Riddle. Uh, it's like a weird, like, Cheech and Chong skit that's gone too far. You know, like, it's like, <laughs> I just, I mean, you just came back from, like, allegations and stuff, and you're still acting like a fucking middle school stoner kid or something. I don't, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to it on Raw, because he had that segment with uh, Zayn and Owens, but his, his return's been a little puzzling. Well, uh, we can move on to, I guess the only other thing that I saw on SmackDown was, uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya. Oh, I love them. Interrupting, uh, Liv and, what's her name? Raquel. 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 Oh, shout out to them for winning the, the tag belts. Well-deserved. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm stoked for them to have it. I still don't know 
basically anything about Sonia and Chelsea Green. So Sonia, uh, Sonia, Chelsea Green's still new, but Sonia has been putting in work for a long time. And I'm glad to see that she's finally getting, uh, you know, a, a storyline at least. I'm cool with Liv and uh, Raquel having those belts for a while, though. Yeah, definitely. Like, Liv just got off of her championship run, which means, like, she should still be strong, uh, even though they've treated her like shit since yes. she lost the belt. Uh, and then Raquel Rodriguez is just, like, a phenomenal wrestler yeah. that I want to see get propped up, like, way higher. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it for SmackDown. Uh, then it went into Raw, which I was I was pleasantly uh, surprised at. I guess last week was pretty good too, but it I was kind of hesitant because it was also uh, everybody had been like not there because of the flights or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, Vince just got caught in Connecticut or something, you know. <laughs> Triple H was like, let me fix some shit while I can. Uh, but, but no, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, you had, um, bloodline show up at the start judgment day interrupt getting to see them interact is really cool. Um, I was kind of like, uh, blown away at how this like fragmented bloodline stands up against judgment day now because yeah. i feel like judgment day is so fucking strong uh that it's like they should be like bossing around the usos and solo right now if like roman's not here you know yeah rather than like helping them or whatever the fuck they are doing but they still kind of were like defiant in the whole thing uh whatever like issues i had before of like who's the leader of this between like Finn and uh, Rhea is like, that's all gone now. It's yeah, just we know. Rhea, Rhea, is, know. The, Rhea <laughs> is the fucking leader. I, I, I like how, uh, and, and that just shows how great of a story the Bloodline story has been because they've kept the Bloodline strong, but also showed the vulnerability within the group more lately. Um, but I thought it was my favorite part of this segment was when Paul didn't want to stand in front of Rhea and so he like moved himself with Solo. <laughs> and then like Rhea's like bucking at Solo. Like this whole episode, there was multiple times. So, and this goes to my thing about Rhea right now, because I thought about this before Raw. And I was like, you know, she just won the title. There's really no one in the women's division that they're heating up for her. She hasn't had a match since she won the title. And that's always kind of dangerous when someone has come comes off a hot title win and just doesn't do anything. But they're doing a good job of keeping her hot because between this segment when she was bucking at Solo, who's the big bad enforcer, and the main event when she took that, when she gave Owens that lariat and Owens flipped. Dude, that him. fucking lariat, I was like, ah. Owens, Owens I sold that. I feel like, that. Yeah, Owens sold that like this is the lady right here. Like, yeah. One. Yeah, Owens is like, yeah. I've been wanting to do this shit since I got here. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I. I I was kind of I don't know. Dom is Dom is great right now as a heel. Uh I don't think he's hurt by anything. They followed up really good with him. Finn and Damien, I don't really know what they do. Uh but Damien finally got rid of those goddamn stupid ass braid hair extensions, bro. Thank the bro, fucking lord. Bro, I watched all of Rod didn't even notice that. I was I, don't, bro. I must have 
I must have like been so happy that I just was like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. Day Me and my girl now. every week talk about how stupid that shit looks, and I'm so happy. Well, it's just so funny that you're like supposed to be like this dark, uh, dark like goth group. But then you have like this rave aesthetic now because he has fucking bright lime green hair extensions and purple hair extensions. It's like the same it's like the same hairstyle that my like thirteen year old cousin asked my aunt for for her birthday. And you could only right. purchase it at Hot Topic. It's like, like we, we only have these extensions at Hot Topic. Um I did like Finn's new shirt. I saw that. Uh the the Finn fourteen uh staples or whatever i didn't even notice that yeah it was like in the stone cold steve austin writing it, was, <laughs> oh, okay. it said finn 14 staples that's cool um so that's cool uh there hasn't really been any like follow-up to all that either i guess edge hasn't really like appeared has he which is weird because he won so like maybe they're just like keeping him now clear until like Christian comes back or something like that to do like a last run. I don't yeah, know. That's another news topic. We didn't touch on much, but just speculation. That's just speculation. Yeah. I mean, Christian's just starting off that, uh, Luchasaurus stuff hey. with super shredder Luchasaurus. Uh, <laughs> so I think that'll go for like a little while at least, you know? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, but I like it. I enjoy it. No, um, the vignettes are cool. They're, they're doing some cool vignettes. Yeah, you had a uh, you had another solo win after that, which was Ray and Solo, uh, which I'm just like, it's cool seeing Ray. It's just it's cool seeing him all the time. Uh, and yeah, like you were saying, like in this leadership position. Yeah, because I feel yeah. like most of the 2000s or like the 2010s, Ray was like Ray would come out do the 619 or whatever and then get beat by like some new person or something like that yeah. and i feel like they're just letting him fucking roll now after he won the championship and then he was just eddie's friend and then he was yeah. batista's friend and then he left and then he came back and then seth rollins stole his eyeball <laughs> and then his son was beefing with him and now finally he's back was that was that a thing you stole his eyeball? Bruh, it was. I don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it later. But it was a terrible, terrible storyline. Now really I kind of want to like go back and watch that. It was really <laughs> bad. But I mean, it was Seth Rollins versus Ray, so it wasn't that bad. But there was story, when like the curb stomp was dangerous or something, and he actually yeah. The whole story him. was like the whole story was revolved around I'm gonna like the match was called an eye for an eye match, like. <laughs> So it wasn't even like an axe. It was like a. It was literally like I whoever loses loses an eye. Yes, it was literally like whoever scoops whoever's eyeball out first wins. And just and just to give you a a glimpse into how bad it was, Rollins like fake threw up after he took his eye out. Like it was it was totally a missing man thing. Like it was pretty bad. It was bad. What if he rips his eye out on live TV? Oh, yeah, man. it's bad. Well, uh, yeah. All right, cool. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Still, I don't care. I want to see an eyeball it's, get pulled. It's like out. watching uh Tommy Wiseau's The Room. It's so bad that that it's, that it's <laughs> worth watching. I guess. I guess there you go. Uh, next after that, you had a backstage with Rhea. Uh, just further proving that she's the shit. Um, 
And then Cody came out to call out Brock. That was a weird segment. I thought it was kind of strange. Well, first, Adam Pierce. I don't know what that dude is. I don't know. Why is he in charge of anything? Who is that dude? Like, why should I care? Background. Him and Sonya Deville were like the co-general managers of SmackDown for a long time. And I guess Adam Pearce now is the GM or whatever of SmackDown and Raw. So Who is he, though? He uh, he used to be a wrestler, but I never saw him wrestle. So I don't know. I don't know where he came from. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but he just seems like a a blank space every time he comes. Like I don't, I don't care about anything he says. He's just fodder. Uh, He's just fodder. But wouldn't it be cool if you had like? Better Maybe. fodder, you know? <laughs> yeah, make Riddle commissioner. Like, that would be funny. No. I don't got to see him fucking. As long as he wears shoes and clothes or something. Just put some clothes on. I don't got to see him wrestling his goddamn feet. Put some clothes on. Yo, big... you know what was funny about this segment? What the fuck was up with Brock's jacket, bro? I, that's what I wrote. That was like the first thing I wrote. Why is he in an Undertaker jacket? <laughs> That's the school shooter jacket, bro. That is, I mean, it it does have that vibe. <laughs> that That's the vibe he's trying to communicate to Cody, apparently. It looks like his uh, mom let him get dressed by himself for school for the first yeah, time. Yeah, they took Paul Heyman away from that man, and he was like, I'm going to be a cowboy, then a school shooter, you know? Like, what next? Then he's going to be an airplane pilot next. You know, like, I don't <laughs> I was just puzzled, because so, okay, so... My girlfriend, we don't have cable. We watch it on Hulu. Yeah. My girlfriend finds nefarious means to watch it live sometimes. And so I heard her watching it. <laughs> Let's just say it wasn't on a screen that's big enough for the both of us. Uh-huh. And uh, so I heard her watching it when it was live. So I was hearing what was going on. And it's, you know, you know, so Tuesday, I was like, let me cut it on and watch it. I was like, oh, this sounds like a good segment. And as soon as I cut it on, I was like, I shouldn't have watched this. I'm seeing Brock in that jacket, bro. What the actual, like... And it's after you just bought that Brock cowboy for me, too. I need to get a jacket put on him. (laughs) You gotta gotta take one of the under... You gotta take... It's it's that old sting jacket. It's the old uh, crow sting jacket. Get a a sting toy and put the jacket on him. Yeah, that outfit was weird. Um, Cody's... uh, Cody's like, come back of your, you're not a cowboy, you're a coward. I was like, obviously he's not a cowboy anymore. Look at his fucking outfit. What are you talking about? Uh, but, but I didn't get like Cody being super baby face and then just fucking killing guards. Uh, like you mean, you mean the Neo in the matrix against the agent spot? Yeah. Like I was like, why are we doing this right now? You're not like a mean baby. Fa- like you're not stone cold Steve Austin or anything. Yeah. Like you're Cody Rhodes. You're supposed to be like, all right, guys, you're just doing your job. You know, not fucking yeah. just stomp out everybody, dude. Laying those punches in too. <laughs> That's what I mean about like when I heard the segment, it was better than when I watched it because when I heard it, I'm like, man, Cody sounds like he doesn't can't even talk. Cody sounds like he's got some fire. Like, I was like, okay, like, you got, and of course you have to have that fire against Brock. But then when I watched it, number one, the fucking jacket. And then, and then <laughs> number two, I like turn away for a second because I'm eating. 
I turn back. Cody is like fucking Keanu Reeves with all the fucking agents fucking flying off of him. I'm like, it didn't, this doesn't look like what I heard, but okay. I mean, it wasn't bad because both guys are so good. Um, but, you know. Did I get? I, we just want to see the match. We just want to see the match. That's yeah, it. do the match. Well, we just want to see just the match. Let, just let Cody say some like crazy shit and, uh, and let Brock laugh at him. And then they get in the ring and they fight each other. Let Brock laugh at him, F five him. Like the crowd wasn't even like cheering or anything. They were like confused. It sounded like like why is Cody hitting all these dudes? Like I don't get it. <laughs> you know, uh, there was a little kid in the crowd like, no, Cody, stop. No, Cody, stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I just didn't get it. I thought it was weird. Um, but I'm still stoked on that match. Uh, I I. I've come around on the Cody losing stuff since, you know, it's happened. You can't do shit about it. But like, uh, if they're going to, you know, let him win at 40, um, that seems like a, a pretty good way to start that run yeah. against Brock. What I hope is that we get a 2003 Brock Lesnar match out of him and Cody. I hope. I don't he think just it's does those happen. quick finishes now. He gets tired and he wants to go to bed, and then he's just like, "All right, you're gonna take eight f five." <laughs> <laughs> Cody's like, "I'm supposed to win this match, man." You're probably right. That's probably what's gonna happen. Cody's gonna <laughs> take eight f fives, kick out of everyone. This is supposed to be me, you and know, then hit like three crossroads and fucking nail him with a chair and pin him or something. I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna smother him to death with his neck tattoo. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh after we got that weirdness, uh, uh, we randomly got Seth versus The Miz, which at first I was like, why is this match happening? Um, but then I remembered that The Miz is the shit, dude. Like, Miz puts on some banger matches. Uh, I guess I just haven't seen him wrestle in so long because he's just been like that annoying kind of mouthpiece for a bit. But... Yeah. Man was doing code breakers out of everything. Uh, and it was looking good as shit. Uh, they're funny, they're taking some bumps. It's funny because I feel the exact same way as you about this match. And I was watching it the day after. My girl was watching it with me. And I told her straight up when the match was starting. I was like, why is this match going longer than a commercial break? But then by Dude, the time the first thing back, I wrote. But then, but then when the, they came back, I was like, "Yo, this is actually a really fucking good match." Yeah. And that, and that led me into talking to Cammy about it and being like, "I feel bad for the Miz because he's had his time. Of course, he may have been in WrestleMania against John Cena for the title on one. He's had his time, but damn, if he's not like the definition of just dependable, reliable. He's good. Like he's good, and I forgot about it. I just, you know, I was yeah. just like." Damn, man. All right. He's him Come and Dolph Ziggler, man. Him and Dolph Ziggler. It's that damn haircut. If he would just change the fucking haircut from the like weird uh, 1999, early 2000s haircut that he's stuck with for so long. And you know what's then. funny is that when he did actually change the haircut, he was the shit. Because he had like a little, uh, he had the little like undercut for a little bit when he had the IC title and him and Daniel Bryan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dolph Ziggler refuting, and him and Daniel Bryan had their little interaction. That was when he was killing it. So maybe you're right. Get a hair, get a different haircut. He's got, he's got to do that undercut again. Show yeah. that he's a mil, militious man, if that's a word. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought, uh, I thought 
I thought it was good. Uh, it, was, it was a really good match. Uh, the superplex off the turnbuckle uh, into the curb stomp. I still would have liked to have seen a little Phoenix splash. To- <laughs> but instead, uh, we got to see whatever the fuck uh, Riddle's finishing move is, which is like oh, somebody tried to do a Phoenix splash while they were asleep or some shit. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, getting to Riddle, uh, then it was like this weird Sammy KO Riddle thing in the back uh, where he was wearing his 420 bro shirt. Uh, Fucking hate that shirt. (laughs) And then he brought up that he would wrap his big toe and give Solo a bro toe uh, as his Samoan uh, stab or whatever the fuck. (laughs) <laughs> and I was just like, I don't like this dude, man. <laughs> it's weird because like they he tried to do the whole like goofy thing, but I'm not goofy anymore. I'm serious now. You thought I was serious about that? And it's like, well then why'd you even say it? Like, <laughs> you, you didn't have to say the whole thing about wrap your toe up. Just and and that's what sucks about this segment, right? Like but him being serious was so stupid sounding. I was like, it's like, I like Riddle, but it's like, he's so, they've, they've portrayed him so goofy now that if you want him to be serious, don't bring up the goofy shit. Let's just forget it. Like, yeah. the scooter's gone, which is good. I'm glad the scooter's gone. You know, yeah. um, I wish that he wasn't walking around like Tarzan in his underwear with no socks. No fucking <laughs> wrist tape. I don't know, man. I like Riddle. And here's the worst thing about it, though. I like Riddle as a wrestler, but he just doesn't. And and once again, Cammy, she's getting better at noticing things with wrestling. She goes, like, wrestling-wise, like, Riddle and, like, KO and Sami Zayn make sense as a team. Like, they all are good wrestlers, but, like, why is Riddle with them from a character standpoint? It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I guess you have like what the solo thing. Solo was the one that injured him. And That's the was... one thing that ties them together, I guess. But but I, it's like I don't feel like anybody remembers that. Like all I feel like is that they just remember that like Riddle had a bunch of allegations. And he shouldn't be with the two <laughs> biggest baby faces on his return. That's fucked yeah. up. Um like yeah i don't know i don't get that dude i don't the fucking ko interactions with him seem so weird like ko just seemed like like he was doing like a a bit or whatever but it seemed like there was some real life i don't want to be with this motherfucker right now like uh it seems like he really is kind of like i don't really like this guy that much I don't, yeah <laughs> i don't i don't i don't need this dude in my life um but yeah uh Followed that up with Austin Theory and Lashley, which who cares? I mean, I don't know. Lashley, they're still bringing up that he has the Andre the Giant statue or whatever. Like, I'm like, what does that mean? What <laughs> what does he get with that? Uh, this is like for like what, like three pay per views now. He's been trying to get the U.S. title for whatever reason. Um, and then that big dude came and hit him. Uh, Bronson Reed came out Bronson and hit him. I like Bronson Reed. And hopefully they feud now. And I don't have yeah. to see him fight Austin Theory again. Yeah. Because 
That matches. Whatever. Where do you think? Uh, where do you think theory goes from here? I don't give a shit. I hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that I U.S. title, man. That U.S. title is becoming a. Give L.A. Knight to fucking Austin Theory, but they're both. Maybe you'll see that. Maybe you'll see that on the draft or whatever that's coming up. I don't know. Good. Because L.A. Knight's on SmackDown, right? He's a SmackDown dude. Yeah. Are they still doing it like that? Where like you can't come over. It's two very different shows, but not really. Okay. Turn L.A. Knight face. That's what they need to do. Turn him face. Whatever. Fuck that. The best thing happened after that, which was Trish Stratus coming out and ripping a promo that I thought was great. Um, went a little long, but who gives a shit? I thought it was I thought it was so good. Um Yeah, she just was like oozing confidence and just seemed like because you know you always get like you'll get like Lita or you'll get like an older uh like legend up there and you can tell like kind of the confidence is gone like or even you get like some of the younger wrestlers today and if they like miss a word or miss something yeah. uh they yeah. kind of stumble for a second i feel like she kind of like repeated herself in like two parts but you couldn't even tell because like she just fucking walked right over it and just kept going it's like yeah. i'm trish stratus i'll do whatever the fuck i want and it was awesome so i don't know oh, what do you think about yeah, that like I think that might be the best promo of her career. Yeah. It might be. I mean, when she hit the, when she hit the, I'm not sure childhood fantasy line, I was like, whoo, whoo, <laughs> he's preaching. She is, and especially after how horrendous that tag match was last week. That was so bad. There was a spot yeah. where, talk about like being confident. That's, that's some OG shit, which he pulled because there was a spot where she hit her little leg scissors in the corner and Becky blind tagged and was supposed to do the leg drop and then pin. But when she hit the leg scissors, she went for the pin. So Becky's up on the top rope and Trish is like, and like moves real quick. And I was like, oh man, this is really bad. Like, this is like bad. I don't even remember that because I just, I liked the turn at the end of it. So the turn was all that mattered though. The turn was all that mattered. Um, and then this is great, and if they're just going to do a singles match, you ain't got to worry about that shit. So, uh, dude, I love that promo. That was a great promo. That was, that was a great, great promo. And the uh, what chance? She 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 quelled the what chance? Dude, she was like feeding off the what chance. Yeah. Like she was she was setting up the you know the punchline to each thing until yeah. after the what chance got to like the fullest, and then every time she did that, she got like the big boo that she was looking for. So yeah. it worked. Oh, speaking of which. To anybody watching or listening to this, I want to start a trend. Instead of what, we all have to chant, yeah. <laughs> no more what. Let's chant, yeah. And get LA Knight over if we want to see him do some shit. I think, I think uh, this LA Knight thing that you're looking for ain't going to happen, but I could see him taking that US belt. That would be cool. That'd I be could, cool. I could see that. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm stoked to see what Trish does uh, with with Becky after this. Um, you know, you'll see a leader run in and like try to save Becky. But I would love if fucking Trish steamrolled <laughs> Becky and then Me like too. went and, and also, fought somebody else. Also, Lita, just like I told Bill, go home. 
<laughs> go, go home, Lita. You gotta stop talking to these legends like this, man. Go stop, home, baby. <laughs> stop hurting their reputations with your go home. I love her, but like, she gotta go home. Gotta none go. of them are that bad as you oh, know. Mudo was looking, or Flair was looking. So, <laughs> yeah. until we get to then. I mean, we were all cheering Rick on when he was going out there. So uh, I don't know. Rick Rick might might have been moving better than <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that away from you and uh, <laughs> move on. Huh. Um, uh, the 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 last match was Sammy Ko and Riddle versus Judgment Day. Uh, it was a good match. Everybody did every move that they know. Um. And we said at the start, Rhea with that fucking just powerhouse <laughs> lariat on uh, on KO, and that man did the best flip in the air to sell it for. Her. Yeah, um, I don't think he's ever sold a clothesline like that for somebody in a long time. So, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was definitely the biggest uh, biggest part of the match for me. Um, and then Riddle wins with the. Uh, the floating bro, that's what it is. Is everything a bro? Like everything that he does? Bro kick, uh, bro bro punch. Hey man. Bro bro assault record. Um, when you need him. <laughs> hopefully far away from Riddle's ass. Hopefully, you know, Randy comes back and crushes it. Um Usos came out. And then uh, LWO came out, and you just had everybody in the ring. Um, and I thought that that was like an awesome setup for Backlash, you know. Um, yeah, Raw WWE's where I where I'd like it to be. I think right now, like I, I'm enjoying it. And after WrestleMania, I thought I never would again. Uh, <laughs> but that's fair. But I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it seems like it's uh it's doing pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I think the two when biggest the backlash questions. Is, I think the two that? biggest questions for me moving forward is like, who's Rhea's next opponent, and what are you doing with Awesome Theory? Yeah, who would Rhea fight? Rhea's SmackDown, so. Who's on SmackDown? Sonya or something? I don't know. It seems like they're really focusing on the tag division, which is good, but... I guess we'll see that when... When the draft happens, because I feel like Rhea will come either come over to Raw, since she's the, I think, more popular. Like, Bianca had a match on Raw, but it wasn't even on the Hulu version of Raw, so... Uh, yeah, I, Rhea's in like the bigger spot right now. So, and story-wise in a bigger spot too. Like, I don't know what Bianca's stories are, but you know, she's Bianca. She's great. Uh, and yeah, I would like to see her in a better story. And then Austin Theory, whatever, please get somebody that can shit on him again on the mic. That would be great. Um, yeah. And then moving on uh, to my favorite show uh, that that is crushing right now, I feel like. Rampage, a step back, but, you know, 
from WrestleMania, Dynamite, Rampage, and Dynamite, and we're all like pretty solid. I thought Ooh, yeah. uh, they were three for three. They were three for three the first three shows for sure. Swerve's getting a little shine uh, on Dyna- like starting out with Dynamite last week, and we're doing this right before Dynamite tonight. Um, you had Swerve uh, wrestle Darby. In just a crazy ass match, uh, yeah. which is every Darby match, I guess. But him and uh, Swerve, they've they've done like two matches now in AEW. But I guess they were like really uh, big on wrestling each other before AEW. So uh, they have like a history of that. They put on just like absolute bangers. Um, everything you wanted to see from Swerve. Swerve lost, which I thought was weird because of like the push that they're giving him again. Uh, But he kind of fixed it with coming out later in the show and like shitting on Keith Lee. Uh, Well, you got to keep, you got to keep Darby strong right now for the whole pillars thing. That, that too. But I would have been fine with like some tomfoolery, Uh, some like Brian cage getting involved or something like that. Uh, Why is, why are Keith Lee and Swerve still feuding? They never like finished it. Really. They never finished it, but I don't even think anybody cares anymore. Yeah, but now after seeing the swerve push and seeing Keith Lee come out in a wizard outfit, like I'm <laughs> I'm back on, you know. Uh No, I don't know. I mean, I'm cool with it. I'd I'd like to see them do like a definitive finish to it, especially with all the pillars kind of wrapped up in this MJF stuff right now. Yeah, uh, for sure. And then maybe see Swerve fight one of them. Yeah. That'd be cool. I don't know. That'd be cool. Uh, after that, you had Sting do a fucking promo on MJF. Beautiful. <laughs> Every time Sting grabs the mic, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Sting's going to say. Uh, AEW's been fun because Sting will just like, Sometimes be like kind of dark sting and then sometimes be wearing, you know, the crow makeup, but then just be surfer sting, you know, <laughs> <laughs> surfer sting. Uh, but he, uh, he, he went off, he went off. He, uh, he brought up the Cody shit, uh, which I thought was great. Like MJF getting to the top because he was Cody's like favorite bud, uh, early on, which nobody's really done yet. I don't think. Maybe Sammy did a little bit. I don't remember. Uh, but not as big your as Sting favorite. doing What about it. your favorite QT Marshall? I mean. That's what, your guy. What, what would he bring up? The The fact that. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it was him and MJF. Uh, and yeah. I don't know. Cody Cody made a, a good one and a bad one. Cody made a couple weird ones. Uh, but MJF getting the push was definitely I think like a huge uh a huge accomplishment that yeah. I think Cody pushed the most. Yeah. Um but yeah, then Cody had like this boxer guy, this like British boxer that uh his name was like Anthony something. And his thing, he he was like all those boxing people that they bring into wrestling where it's like, he'll punch you once and then you're dead, you know, like the Logan Paul push that, yeah, the Logan Paul push <laughs> without all the cool flips and shit. Uh, and, uh, and then yeah, QT's his bud, which kind 
of working out right now. I'm not <laughs> mad at the QT stuff. I, the QT uh, TV stuff is kind of cool, but I do have some things to say about your boy Sting. So, all right, say it. The promo, awesome. I loved it. Um, it was like a grandpa talking to his grandson that he knows has all the potential in the world, but he's just acting like a bitch, which was cool. <laughs> but yeah. here's where it lost me a little bit. He had a little bit of that Ric Flair Hall of Fame speech syndrome. Like, a, a, he goes a, on a little long. Like that's a bit. Long. Like he was he, he named one name, which was Cody, and then he just kept naming names. <laughs> it was like he just was like thinking, like, oh, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> he was just thinking of names. Well, I like I like the little, you know, stride down memory lane or whatever, where he's like, this wouldn't have happened without Scott Hall, and, blah, blah, blah. and he just went through his career real quick. If this is like the the end of Sting, then I'm cool with it. You know, like yeah. if this is yeah. towards the end, then let that man go as long as he wants. But I can't I can't deny that I kind of wanted to shed a tear when he said that you know Showtime was almost over. I was like, yeah. oh, the pom poms we could have done without two, but it's Sting, Mets- baby. I thought I thought that was fine. I thought you know I was like, this seems like Sting. I don't know. <laughs> this seems <laughs> on brand. That's surface thing. That was surface thing, baby. Um, and that goddamn bomber jacket that he's been wearing so hard. Swag. The Swag. moment that thing goes up on like pro wrestling tees for fucking some outrageous price, it'll be like $150 or something. I'm still buying that Sting, shit. I didn't know Sting had swag until AEW. Real shit. It's Darby. Darby's been helping him out. He's been taking him to hardcore shows and fucking. <laughs> He's like, you can do shot. you can do the stinger splash into the crowd and they'll carry you. Uh, it's called <laughs> crowd surfing and you're a surfer sting. Yeah. You know? uh, and uh yeah, him and Brody Lee of uh, Brody King uh, have been uh have been taking him to hardcore shows probably, I don't know. Um but yeah, I thought it's fine. Yeah, go long. Be sting. You earned it, you know. Uh and it's cool to finally see it on TV because he's I've been to a lot of like live events where a lot of times it'll be like Darby and Sting and Tony Khan at the end, and you'll see like once it goes to dark, and you'll uh, you'll get to hear Sting just hyping up everybody. That mm-hmm. dude's just stoked on everybody in AEW. I feel like so. Yeah. I wonder what his CM Punk takes are. Like, I wonder. That that's very true, Because right? Sting is Sting just always comes across very genuine every time he speaks. Yeah. So, I don't think he would hold his tongue too much on CM Punk. I feel I like he was... probably like Punk. He probably does. He was probably just like, I'm going to stay out of that over there. You know, yeah. like, uh, I'm not going to get involved. Um, that would be a great uh, retirement match for Sting. Sting and Punk, I would love that, actually. Yeah, and I don't think they... No, because when, when Punk was in AEW... Uh... They were doing like the the face paint matches where it was like uh, Sting, Darby, and CM Punk. Oh no! Oh wow! Uh, and CM Punk like painted his face like Sting, and they were fighting like FTR uh, and MJF maybe uh, mm-hmm. or something like that. They were in um they were in Impact together too, or TNA together for a little bit for a cup of coffee. Punk was in TNA for a little bit, like early early TNA. Uh, I want to say like oh five, like he might have been there for like a half a year. 
a very quick run. Well, I think this next person was from TNA, and I'm pretty sure it was you that sent me uh, the thing being so stoked on Silas Young. Uh, and then, was that you? That yes. You. Yeah. Yes, Silas Young is the shit. But this was very different. <laughs> you, you, were, you were like, you sent me a text that was like, yo, get ready to see my boy Silas Young. And then like a minute later, you were like, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And it was against Hobbs, too, who's like, you're dude. <laughs> you're yeah. still like, fuck. I guess, I guess they what did happened that man dirty. Fair, because to be fair, a national television audience probably doesn't know who Silas Young is. So Tony Khan was just like, all right, you're a good wrestler. Go have a squash match. Get on TV for a little bit. I mean, was he was he like a big dude though? Like he was a bigger guy? Because I feel like usually Tony Khan will like acknowledge that they were bigger guys somewhere. And he so in Ring of Honor, not TNA by the way. I meant to say that, but in Ring of Honor, um, when I was watching Ring of Honor, he was kind of coming out of being a player, but he was a tag team guy. He was in a tag team called the Beer City Bruisers. Uh, and his tag team partner, I forget his name, was this, like, humongous dude, like, big viscera-sized dude. Uh, uh -huh. And he'd come out to the ring with a fucking keg. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but they were sick. Silas Young is a great wrestler. He had some good matches. He had a few. So he had a few with Dalton Castle. And his whole thing was, like, because he's the last real man of professional wrestling. So he was pissed that Dalton Castle had his boys. He was acting off with him, boy, you know? <laughs> It was like a red <laughs> gimmick, pretty much, you know? It was, great. It was so fucking great. It was Mechanicsville rising up. Yeah, uh, it was so good. But he's a really good, like, you look at him, and you don't think he can wrestle, or you don't think he's, like, going to be, but, dude, his finishing move is like a fucking Arabian springboard moonsault or whatever. So he's, yeah. But anyway, enough I mean, us. is he still doing that at this age? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 He's been on Ring of Honor recently. Okay. Yeah. Um, Orange and Buddy Matthews. That was great. Orange Orange goes hard. I would have been fine with Buddy Matthews winning. Uh, I don't think Orange really needs any belt. He's Orange, so they are really yeah. they are really like making Orange strong right now. I mean, he's always been pretty strong. Like since AEW started, like he's been in that like top position. Uh, he never wins it, but he's always like in these big long feuds. Like him and Jericho did stuff for a bit, um, and best friends always gets jacked up like pretty high too. Uh, hopefully, I think this was his best match he's had in this run that I've seen. Like the match with Jeff Jarrett was good. I like that match. But the, the finish of this match was perfect because the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking, if there's anybody that, like, should beat Orange Cassidy right now, Murphy kind of makes sense, right? I would have been, been really cool, yeah. The finish was cool because wasn't it like a, like a random, like, roll-up or something like that? Like, yeah, it was like they, they did the, like, uh, hurt hand thing. Um, and it was cool because, like, he goes for, like, the final – Superman punch and you think he's like everybody's like woo he's gonna get it and then Murphy just does like the stop thing and uh 
orange just like whiffs it so hard. I thought it I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, um Yeah, little roll ups fine. Murphy doesn't uh or I guess Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews oh, made up. Uh but but he doesn't lose a goddamn thing in losing that match. And it's cool to see him wrestle longer. Because you don't get to see him wrestle as much as you'd like to, I guess. Uh, yeah. Outside of just getting his shit in in the, in the trios match. You got to go home to mommy every night, man. He needs energy. You got you to gotta, you gotta have energy to be around mommy. Um, but <laughs> uh, the Sky Blue Rio uh, versus Ruby and Tony. Uh, Ruby and Tony obviously win this. But what I want to talk about is like, uh, why are they doing this against Jamie and Britt? Like, I like the are they they're called the Outsiders or the Outcasts or something? Outcast, yeah. Uh, I I like this 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 week was the first time where I was like, oh, I'm kind of like more into them than I was, I guess. Um, but it's weird that Jamie Hader and Britt are like coming to the rescue every week. Cause it's just making like Jamie hater not matter as the champ. I feel like, like Brit yeah. and Jamie hater should already be feuding. I was just about to say that. That's where I was going to go. It's like, we understand what's coming. Just give it to us. We don't need to see Jamie hater saving Rio every week. We need to yeah. see that. You know, I love Rio. She's wrestling uh, her ass off. Uh, She's grown she... on me. She's grown on me a lot these last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, and Sky Blue has been getting better too. She's like a very new uh, person, but she's regular been on regularly been on as like kind of like a squash match, I guess. Uh, but but she's been like showing up every time, and I've been I've been like stoked on seeing her. Like her and like uh, Willow are like my two like oh, yeah. favorite. Upcoming Willow's people, Willow's yeah. Wasn't wasn't Willow supposed to get a shot at the title recently? Did she? I, I I remember something happening where she won a match and she was supposed to get a championship shot. I don't think that ever happened. I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe she did on like some elevation or something. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah who knows? Uh, and then yeah, just to finish off, dynamite. Keith Lee versus Jericho. Keith oh, no. Oh, whoa. You forgot about fucking shirtless Kenny Omega in his fucking, in his fucking uh, true religion jeans or whatever the fuck he was wearing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That man shit was, was, man was mad. He was mad, baby. <laughs> man was looking like Logan. <laughs> like, jeez. And you know, like him uh, looking like that, he's gonna come out in like a Wolverine costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the way AEW works, right? You know, it's like yeah. they, they only let Ray do it in WWE, but they let everybody do it in AEW. Yeah, I will say coming out in that Halo. He had good aim with that screwdriver. That shit went right into the fucking turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> no. I'm, I mean, there's not much to say about that segment. Like, everybody wants to see it. We're all stoked yeah. for it, so. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I've seen those dudes all wrestle each other 3,000 times. Yeah. But it's cool to finally see them wrestling with a story behind it. Like, you know, uh, like the Elite has had their story for a bit, 
but Black uh, Blackpool finally coming together under uh, Brian is cool to see, and they seem like a scary, you know, a scary little group. So yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see that match. Um, yeah, and then Wizard Keith Lee uh, versus uh, Le Champion Chris Jericho. <laughs> This match uh, was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought Keith Lee looked the best that he's looked uh, since he's gotten to AEW. Because he yeah. came into AEW right after the COVID stuff where he wasn't even sure he could wrestle. Um, yeah, didn't he like almost die or something? Yeah. Uh, and then he was obviously out of shape from that. Like when you can't fucking breathe. I guess, you know, it's hard to work out, especially when you're a dude that's that big. Um but he looked great. He see he looked kind of like the the NXT WWE version of Keith Lee, except with uh, with my gray hair. Uh, dude was out there looking uh, looking great, looking like Gandalf the Big, my man. He was out there. Uh, just... I don't know if I don't know if this helped, like how the how I perceived the match or not. But his selling, I couldn't tell if he was like really like out of breath and hurting or if it was selling. And I think that made the match better. Like yeah. <laughs> watching it, I was like, is he okay? Oh shit. He just did a moonsault. He's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm like, so maybe, I, maybe he was playing it up, but it, it worked. Yeah. He did do that fucking moonsault. I was like, God damn. And Chris Jericho put his knees up. I was like, you can't be doing that, man. I know you're Chris Jericho, but God damn, that's some, that's some, you're taking all that, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe you're not. Maybe Keith Lee is fucking, huh? Well, no, 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 go ahead. I don't know. Maybe Keith Lee has like a way of like taking some of the impact from that, but it looked crazy. Like it. (laughs) I think it was also refreshing to see Jericho play the small guy again. Like you don't get to see that often in AEW. He's a barrel, baby. He's, yeah. he's a huge man in the It was cool to see him be like, you know, the energy in the match. Yeah. So. And he was. He kept it He kept it going. He was selling his ass off like every hit, you know, like, you know, when Keith might have actually been out of breath or whatever <laughs> and just like barely tapped him. Jericho was like fucking flying off into the corner. <laughs> um that weird spot at the end kind of like worked because it like, did you think it was like a botch or like, uh, where he like lifted Jericho up from the thing? Uh, but it was, Oh really yeah. Slow. I think that, so I think it was almost a botch, but like, but like you said, it, it kind of worked. Like kind of where it just like gave off like, uh, Mark Henry, like power lifting vibes. And he yeah. was just like, yeah, I'm gonna get you up. And then just yeah. like, doom did it. And yeah, I was I was stoked on that match. Like, uh, I love Keith Lee. I think he's awesome. Uh, and you love to see him doing good. He got the loss, but like, who cares? And then, I was I was I was concerned about that main event going into it. As much as I love both guys, and they I was kind of concerned, like from where Keith Lee was uh, during the uh, Rick Ross stuff. Uh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just like, yeah. Keith wasn't looking that great in those matches. And, but, and look, you know. man, I mean, once again, Jericho proves again that he's the goat. 
you know. Um, Jerry Cross the goat. He's gonna continue being the yeah. goat uh, until he retires, and then who to takes? Be able to the... work. To be able to work with a guy that big, and you're your age, and to be the guy who's supposed to be the the the, the quick one when you're not as quick as you used to be. He did. He did a good job. Who takes the goat? Uh name once jericho retires as like the the dude that is that status in any company i don't think punk will be around but if it's not think, punk then other than other than brian maybe aj that's true aj I would say Ray is in there too. Ray, but Ray's uh, gonna be Ray, Ray and Jericho are gonna be out around the same time. They're gonna high five on the way out together. Yeah. They're gonna, you know, <laughs> Ray's gonna last a little longer because he didn't drink as much bubbly. But you know, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know who it would be. I'd like I like AJ Styles, but I feel like AJ is close too. He's close too. If it's not AJ, then it's Brian. That's true, but Brian seems close too. You know, He's like everybody too. seems yeah. like kind of like. I feel like if you go into AEW, you're going to help out for as long as you can, but like, you're not, you can't keep up like in WWE for that long, you know, like, uh, I feel like eventually injuries are just going to start popping up, especially when you're doing the kinds of matches that like Brian is doing. So, yeah. I mean, look, Adam Cole's career almost ended and he's, well, he's like our age, right? What is he? He's God only damn it. I fucking hope nothing bad happens to Adam Cole uh, on this next run. Yeah, Adam Cole. Give that Adam man Cole, the belt. He can't be a day over thirty-four. He might be thirty-five. I can look it up. Let's see. He might be thirty-five. Adam Cole, baby. Because Cody's thirty-five, thirty-six. Damn, Adam Cole is thirty-three. Yeah, I'm saying so. He's he's about our age. He's got that same pepper hair as me, though. I'm like, what, yeah. what are you doing, man? What? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he just almost did die. So <laughs> he's just like, what's up, baby? Um, yeah, dynamite. Dynamite was awesome. That was uh, that was good, good stuff. And that leads to the Jericho Adam Cole stuff. Adam Cole came out to help Keith Lee, and Swerve came out to shit on Keith Lee, I guess, but, uh, but yeah, I, I love, I'd, I'd be down to see Adam Cole and Keith Lee tag team together. That'd be awesome. Um, let Adam Cole just run around kind of like the swerve dynamic where swerve just kind of like did everything. And then Keith would come in to power bomb, like all six people in the ring or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, dynamite was sick. And then rampage last Friday, We'll just do like a quick run through because there there was some cool stuff on Rampage, but uh, but yeah, I mean we we said earlier the best friends Chuck and Trent versus Aussie Open match got like the biggest rating that AEW's seen in a long time. It was a really good match. It was good. I I'm stoked on these Aussie Open dudes now. Like I'm like I want to I want to see what else they do. They've been doing Uh, stuff in Ring of Honor too, and their stuff in Ring of Honor has been good. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Whenever I get to that show too, that's another show, which I would love to watch, but goddamn, there's so much wrestling. <laughs> it's two hours. And I, I've been meaning to 
Like eventually, guys, we'll have a whole episode of about Ring of Honor. Hopefully, we'll do. We'll do. I'll I'll catch up completely on Ring of Honor, and we'll just but do one. One thing I will on say is that it's too long. It should not be two hours. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a solid hour uh, thing. Get yeah. Dalton Castle out there. Get Claudio out there, and make Mark Briscoe drool on somebody, and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man, leave Mark alone, man. <laughs> I love Mark Briscoe. That's that what he does. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mark Briscoe is fucking awesome, uh, and I love that they're doing like this weird story with him also on Rampage, where yeah, Double like J that. and Jay Lethal are like, "You're our bud. Come hang out with us." I like uh, that. I really hope. I can't wait till we get the eventual Mark Briscoe Jay Lethal match. They're yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. I hope it's for a belt or something. Like I hope one of them has something. To so Mark, well, Mark lost to to Joe for the TV title. Yeah, that's crazy to me that he that's lost. That's crazy to me that he lost. But anyway, yeah, it kind of like halts all the momentum he had from coming on AEW and all that stuff. So that's crazy that he lost. I don't fucking yeah. know. But you know, you had that. All that stuff was good. Uh, Sanjay finally looked like fun to listen to in a promo. Sanjay, you know who he reminded me of in that in that backstage promo? Yeah, he reminded me of MVP a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. That's that's a pretty good comparison, I think. Um, and then Satnam, I, I still don't know what that dude's doing. I'm glad he got a haircut and got rid of like the weird, uh, like high pony thing that he was doing <laughs> the the same thing wardlow had that uh that oh, like top knot thing uh but i i don't know what the fuck that dude does he wrestle on roh like does he come out and wrestle or do anything giant dude yeah i haven't seen him <laughs> and i don't want to i mean they did the uh they did the match tonight which like I don't even know what that match was. It was just to like, it was just to get br- the Briscoes and Double J. In is, like they had like Luther, some other bald dude. And, and Helico was in that match and, too. And Helico, and I love it. And Helico, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Froggy Bow to some old bald guy. Whoever that other guy was that looked like a GI Joe character or something. Uh, but like. I will say cosplayer version of it. I will say I look so much forward to like the backstage promos between the whole Double J, Jay Lethal, Mark Briscoe because their chemistry seemed really cool. Like it was even in the ring when Mark would like like when he was about to hit the froggy bow, he was like, "Leave me alone!" To the dude on the their their little dichotomy is is cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, FTR, FTR was like the big thing. I think of the show because uh, they stated we're signing for four years, and then to also say we're done after those four years. I don't believe that was a big uh, throw throw your balls on the table thing. I don't believe it. I feel unless that unless the promos Dax was cutting on his podcast were the best of all time. I could see it. I could see Dax like having talked maybe. Maybe not like talked, but like convinced Cat. Because I feel like from what he was saying, like Cash was really beat up and uh, was just kind of like, why am I getting so injured from week to week? You know, 
And, um, and I guess there was like one match where they went like really hard and he was like, I'm fucking like bleeding all over the place. This is crazy. Um, so I could see maybe, you know, something with them leaving in four years. But if they put together a fucking fire four years, like the last two years that they've done, they yeah, they could go down in history yeah. as like one of the best tag teams we'll, of all time. We'll have to see how the four years go for sure. Because like you said, they yeah. do wrestle. Of, I don't even think it's the style that they wrestle. I just think that they, their matches, they have like those like long broadways, you know? Um, cause they don't wrestle like a particularly crazy style, but they spend a lot of time in the ring, take a lot of bumps. So they do take a lot of bumps on those, on those big bodies. Uh, you can't, <laughs> uh, shout out to Dax, man. Dax, Dax is, is one of the best at cutting those good old boy promos. I'll tell you what, dude, he cut, it was a, it was a very dusty, uh, you know, like, uh, my belly's a little too flabby, you know, like, uh, what did he say? He was like, he was talking uh, about like, I know like how it is when you can't put food on the table and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. And he was like, and he was like, I know you're not tuning in to see our rock hard bods, you know? And I was just like, all right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I love, I love the, I love like the dichotomy between those two where it was just like cash being very like, thank you all for like being here. And then he was just like, all right. And now I'm going to unleash Dax onto y'all. And yeah. Dax was just like, so hyped up. <laughs> um, but it was cool. I, I love FTR so much. Uh, I don't know what they do though. I feel like after they were the belt collectors, it's like they find themselves in the same like dilemma that Kenny kind of found himself in where I feel like they're going to have to reinvent themselves a little bit, but I don't think that they will. I think they'll just be FDR come out and yeah, do crazy matches. They don't need to do much. All they need to do is just help lift up those younger tag teams, you know? Yeah. And I think they will. I mean, they look at what they did with uh, the ass boys. Um, yeah. and then, do, it the uh, do it for the guns now, you know? Yeah. Do it for the guns. Uh, and then uh, also, the acclaim uh coming out with the best segment on rampage <laughs> which wasn't the acclaim it was uh, the jericho appreciation society i uh, yo, i was on the floor i was on the floor i i because i know uh daddy magic is not like one of your favorites uh in the world but i was like I was watching it. I was like, Aaron can't deny this. This is like the best thing. <laughs> I have always hated that man, but the way he delivered <laughs> those bars with such conviction, that was amazing. And when he went sports, what you, insane. <laughs> gold. In the Whoa. rap, the, what, what I, wrote, I wrote the first one where he's like, uh, we caught you off guard. That's what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard. <laughs> He came in hot, and then whoever the other motherfucker came in with the and then hit the beat on the drop. I was like, okay. And then Jake Hager kind of ruined it because his was just bad. But I mean, Jake Hager, it was the first time that I laughed at the hat thing in a while, though. I was like, all right, you got me with the stupid fucking hat thing again. I thought it was uh, funnier. It was funnier that he couldn't catch the beat at all. <laughs> That's Jake Hager, man. He's just tall and clumsy. Uh, what was it? Um, then I love that the acclaim didn't like do a, a 
like rap in retaliation. I love that they just let it sit like that and ran into the ring. Uh, <laughs> and then them taking out the fucking scissors to cut Daddy Magic's nipples off. I was, was like, was I was yelling at the TV, you gonna chop his nipples off on live TV? <laughs> <laughs> the look on yo i'm not gonna lie daddy magic won me over in this segment like the look on his face when they had him up against the ropes this man looked like he was about to cry it was yeah. <laughs> he was like all i got is my nipples baby jake got that hat i got my nipple come on man don't take my nipples away from me uh <laughs> i thought i thought it was so good and the acclaim like I feel like since the acclaim rose to power, they've been involved with like just funny ass skits and that could be Billy Gunn's doing just like being like funny is the way to go, baby. You don't have to work that hard, you know, or something like that. But like, yeah, all those skits have been so good lately. Um, well, I mean, where do you go from there? I, the, the Taya Valkyrie, what's her name? Taya Valkyrie and uh, Jade. And Jade, uh, she fought Emmy Sakura, huh? I fast forwarded through this one to the very end. I saw the very end part. I like Emmy Sakura. Uh, she's a fun match. They they had a good match, and I I didn't know what to think about the the Terra thing, because uh, I would have rather it be Chris Statlander when she comes back, which it probably will be. I don't see Terra like beating Jade, but uh, but she was good. She fucking uh, had a really good match. Uh, she can lay those fucking chops in. Like, she chopped the shit out of Emi Sakura. And it sounded as good as all the dudes' <laughs> chops. Uh, she a big girl. They, Her and Jade have the same finisher, I guess? Yeah, the little chicken wing thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, can't wait to Yo, see what... I will say... So I fast forwarded to the end just to see Jade's run in. And yeah. when Jade hit that pump kick, let me tell you, bro, I'm not a big fan of a thigh slap, but that was a perfect thigh slap. And she yeah. had no shoes on either. So it seemed like it was really her, her foot hitting her face. Like that's a moment where a thigh slap is like, like that was. Dude, Jade goes hard. Look, that's, that's what I'm saying. Jade in the ring with no shoes on. Versus Riddle in the ring with no shoes on. Jade going to win every time, okay? That's how you do no shoes 100%. right there. I agree with you on uh, that one. I agree with you on that one. God damn. Um, and then the last match was uh, Jungle Boy versus Sean Spears. Sean Spears looked like he was having a blast. Uh, and then he did the baby face. Yeah, he was doing the perfect 10. Obviously, Jungle Boy won, but at the end... You would think because AEW has been pretty much only a heel, uh, but rather he did the like handshake and the like, he did the like strap kind of thing to Jungle Boy. And I was like, I hate to tell you, man, I don't think Jungle Boy's getting that bad. <laughs> no time it, soon. It was, no time soon. But uh, it, it was cool to uh, see him having fun because I feel like he's been a very background character in AEW and. Uh, more times than not, you didn't really get to see him wrestle that hard. Or if you did, it was like in a squash match or something. But Yeah, he showed some good fire on the pre-match promo as well. Yeah, he was just like, I had a kid, man. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> <I've been> go- 
Yo, uh, so I've been meaning to ask you about this too. Just a quick thing on Sean Spears. Did you yeah. see the photo that was floating around of him recently with like long hair? Yeah, I saw that, and no, I was he, like, "It must be fake, I guess." Right, because I saw this guy, and I was like, "We got got." But who's who's doing AI depictions of Sean Spears out there? Like, I don't weird. know. That shit. It did weird. look real. He looked real jacked off in that picture. Uh, but I don't, I don't think that was him because he looked pretty much the same, but a little, a little beefier. He was, he was. He was in good shape for him, you know, like that mohawk. He don't need he that. Had a baby. Mohawk, he had a baby, so you gotta you gotta gain a couple pounds you have a baby. You don't need that mohawk though. Nobody yeah, needs he, that mohawk. Yeah, just go bald. Just go bald. Just go. <laughs> Let it go. You got a beard. Just, just shave it. I mean, if you're growing that mohawk pretty good, then just grow the rest of your fucking hair out. I don't know. Like I, <laughs> You still if you can grow like this, you still have enough of a hairline to like make it work. You know? Like no one's gonna be mad if you have a Vegeta. No one's gonna be mad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you just look like Vegeta. Got a for this problem, but if you got a Vegeta. Col- <laughs> go for it. I'm getting a little Vegeta. I'm getting a little, you know. Yeah, but, Vegeta's fine. But yeah, uh, that's that's this week. We're gonna go watch Dynamite. Uh, this is our first video one, so tell us if it was ass. Um, we had a lot of catching up to do this week, so usually we'll have like a little more fun. Uh, do some like quizzes, have some guests on, uh, yeah, and just uh, just be a little looser than this. But we had to; it's right after WrestleMania, so we just had to like go through everything and kind of tell them everyone how we're feeling. But yeah, definitely uh, check in and let us know uh, if you're into this or not. I don't know. Yeah, man. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, you know. Keep those marks permanent. Work hard like you're training for a world tournament. Exactly, baby. And we'll see y'all next time on Permanent Marks. Later.